Welcome back to the Blindside Rewind. I am your host, Jeremy Timmerman, usually joined by my buddy, Justin Baxley. Justin is again super busy with his project that we've talked about, so he's taking the week off. I'm flying solo tonight, so probably a little bit shorter episode, but we wanted to get you some content. If you're one of our regular listeners, we appreciate you. If you're a new listener, it's normally not just me talking at you. Normally, there's a second person, but Justin is not with us tonight. Um, I, if you, you may have heard, I did open a beer. Uh, this is Electric Sunshine. It's a fruited tart ale by Avery Brewing out of Boulder, Colorado. If you have shopped at a, a store that carries a lot of craft beer, you've seen the, these Avery cans. It's a very clean aesthetic. Uh, usually a light color. This is like a white silver can. Big red A for the logo. You've seen it. This has uh, papaya, pineapple, kiwi, and huckleberry. Let's see how that tastes. good that's a good drink it's a good beer if you like fruited beers this one's for justin if you're listening buddy this is a good one i got it at carriage hills not at carriage hills at uh the one next to it growler spot so hop on over there uh hop to your local beer store support if you're into beer support your local beer stores uh i obviously i pick up some stuff at kroger i said i but with anything, support your local businesses. That's what I would encourage you to do. Sometimes you spend a little more, um, but you get some service that you that you wouldn't get elsewhere. Um, and it's a reciprocal relationship. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, that, 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 that store that we talk about sometimes, Carriage Hills, there's another store, liquor store they own in town called Cherio. And I went to this place one day because my wife had a particular style of wine she had heard about called Barbara wine. It's a sweet red wine. This is not an alcohol podcast. This is a survivor podcast. I'll get that to a, I get to that in a second. And I go in there and, and I had some trouble finding it. And I, and I told my, I told the guy in there, I said, the guy's name is Bobby. I said, Bobby, I'm looking for this kind of wine. He, do you have it? He said, I don't have it. I'll bring you. We looked it up online. We found a price point that, that I liked. And uh, he brought in a couple of different kinds. Fast forward a couple months. I go back in there to get a bottle. Because not only did he order me a bottle, he started carrying it. And other people have tried it. And it's been a good seller for him. So he's still carrying it. That's the kind of thing, the kind of relationship you don't have with a, um, you know, a big box store or a, a, a larger business, for instance. This is a local guy. And, um... And because of that, my wife goes to buy me birthday presents at these stores, and and she just says my name, and they know what I like, and they help her out, and I trust them to, you know, not take advantage of the fact that she's not an expert in that vein, and and that's also not something that you're going to get from a, a larger store. So that's my soapbox. Shop local, buy local. Uh, you should do that in all of your purchases, alcohol or otherwise. Um, so on to Survivor. It's a good episode. Um, Right out of the gate, we see kind of, uh, and I'm going to jump around a little bit because the way my brain works, it does not always store things chronologically. So we're going to probably jump around a little bit. Um, I will say that I thought it was very savvy. Caleb played it well early, uh, the way he responded to all the votes he got. But one big takeaway I had was that Emily was very savvy to recognize that she couldn't she used the phrase stick her neck out. She could not continue to stick her neck out for Caleb forever. Uh, that could not be the hill she died on. Um, and, and this episode kind of did her a favor, right? Because she wasn't in the group with him, I don't believe. And, and I think that was good for her at this juncture of the game. 
because I think she's gotten to the point now that she's gotten past the merge, she's gotten to the point that she's not, um, she's not a, a, a target like she might have been earlier on. And because of that, she doesn't need to cling to Caleb the way she may have, have needed to earlier. So I thought this was a good opportunity for her to recognize and practice building relationships outside of Caleb. Um, spoiler alert, now she's going to have to because he's on the jury. But I thought it was just, it was really savvy of her. And it's a, just a continued development of her game that she spotted when Caleb was somebody she needed to hitch her wagon to, when Caleb was somebody she needed to work with. And now she has spotted when it's time to kind of distance herself from Caleb. Because she recognized, hey, if he's that big of a target that everybody's willing to vote for him. I just don't know how good for my game it is to continue to try to work with him and save him. So, kudos to her. On the flip side, it didn't cost D. She got her man. She got her target. But it always comes off a little intellectually dishonest and, and kind of funny to me when you see, well, Caleb put my threw my name out there. He came after me. He's got to go. Boy, bye. Well, okay. But, like, let's talk about that. He threw your name out there because he knew you were orchestrating his vote out, right? Uh, which is really worse. And we talk about this on, on the show a lot. But which is really worse? The fact that Caleb threw your name out there or the fact that you would have voted him out if he hadn't been the luckiest person in Modern Survivor. Um, you could argue <laughs> you could argue that others have been luckier in earlier seasons. But under these rules... And with the shot in the dark in play, nobody has ever successfully played a shot in the dark. It's the fifth season we've seen it. No one up until this point, there had been nine plays before Caleb. Only one person had drawn the safe paper. And that was somebody, it was Jamie last season, who didn't have any votes on her anyway. I'm not even really sure why she played it. Um, but if not for that, if not for Caleb being the luckiest person in Modern Survivor... D would have voted him out. So it's always weird to me when it's like, he, th he threw my name out there. I, I've got to go after him. Well, if it's me, if I'm D in that situation, I recognize, well, he threw my name out there. I was going for him. This is a good opportunity for if for me. If, I, if I'm playing, what I hope I can carry with me is this mindset of now we're even. Now I can go to Caleb and go, hey, I targeted you. You targeted me. Let's move forward together. Nobody will see it coming. Um, and maybe you don't form an alliance, but maybe you you come to an agreement of like, hey, we're two strong players. Uh, we Maybe the time will come because the people like D who drive the boat and drive the vote, they tend to grow a target sooner rather than later. So maybe D would have been better served instead of going after Caleb and making Caleb going home such a priority. Maybe she works with Caleb. Um, that, that's just kind of my thinking. Um, you don't have to agree. Maybe you don't agree. Maybe you do. But that that's just kind of where I was on that. Now, it, it, it what, we, what we also see in Survivor is that it doesn't always matter, right? And this is a case of that where, like, yeah, if you sit down as an as an uninvested bystander and you say, you know, who's right here? Well, I mean, 
Caleb handled it better. You know, Caleb came back, recognized he took all those votes. He wasn't bitter about it. He tried to build bridges. He tried to build relationships. Um, tried to really set the lines before I think he had been trying to work with everybody. And now he kind of started drawing some battle lines. You know, I'm, I'm not really enjoying working with Bruce. That's not somebody I want to move with going forward. Um, and I do want to work with Jake. Let's talk to Jake. Um, I want to... Um, you know, things like that. Caleb was smart, but he didn't really attack anybody. He kept the communication lines open with Bruce. He's recognized that's not somebody you necessarily want to work with. On the flip side, you've got D, who's cutting off a potential relationship over a slight that I, I, I just don't think she should have been so focused on. But it doesn't matter in the game of Survivor who's actually right, because what happened was D was able to mobilize the troops against Caleb in a way that Caleb wasn't able to mobilize the brute the, the troops against D. Now, granted, he couldn't take D out, but he could have weakened D, and that was the goal there. It just didn't happen. So, kind of two some flip sides there. Um I was really disappointed to see the small groups again. Somebody in the, the group, the Survivor Fan Jury, pointed out that this was probably going to happen in some form or fashion. I still don't understand if they only want 11 people on the jury, or, or excuse me, if they only want 8 people on the jury, uh, final, or, or even if it's 9, even if, if they're going final 2 and they want 9, if they want... Uh, if it's final three and they want eight, that's the smart number. We've I've talked about that several times on this podcast. If you're one of our extended listeners, you know that is something that I believe in. You merge at eleven, or you have the jury start at eleven because at that point you you if you're if you have final two you can't have a two way tie. If you have final three you can't have a three way tie. Those are the things you should be looking to avoid. I do not understand doing the full merge at 12 if you don't want the jury until start to start until 11. I feel like that's clinging to a, a twist that I don't think is that necessary. Uh, the, the one that we saw at 13 where you, you have the fake merge and uh, six people are competing against six people and one person uh, places a bet or does the, the hourglass or whatever. I, I don't think that's necessary. I don't. I think if they pulled most survivor fans, what we would rather see is a couple more tribals of those of those with those blended tribes. We did or the um, swapped tribes. We didn't really get to see much of that. And then just merge at eleven. Just do a regular old merge when you get to eleven. That's what most of us would like to see if you pulled the audience. I would bet. Um, but instead, we get these small groups. We get two groups of six. One group is Bruce, Drew, Emily, Kelly, Kendra, and uh, Sifu. And the second group is Austin, D, Jake, Julie, Caleb, and Katura. Um, and this is that challenge that, that our loyal listeners know that I have always said I would be terrible at. It's called Get a Grip. Um, and... It's the one where you grip that pole, and I, I would be awful at this. In fact, this is a challenge that I have said on multiple occasions. If I ever were playing and this challenge came up and I had any opportunity, if it was one of those you can sit out and eat, and I would even throw out there, hey, Jeff, um, if I if I forfeit my shot at immunity, can we get some rice? If I for and, and I would be willing to bet I wouldn't be the only person that if Jeff said, yeah, I mean, we can talk about that, but it's got to be more than just you. I'd bet there are several others who would have done the same because this one dropped out. There were several people that dropped out in a hurry. 
But you had those two groups of six, and it's the setup we've seen before when they're going to split tribals. Um, these two tribes are gonna, these two groups are going to go to a tribal separately. Um, one person will be immune in each group. One person's going to go home in each group, and whoever holds on the longest, that group gets a reward. And this time he said that group gets to go second. Um, but the important change they made to that that salvages this some, I still don't like it. And I listened to the On Fire podcast, I believe that's what it's called, the one with Jeff and friend of the podcast, Rick Devins, and Jay, uh, who produces the podcast, he's a fan. Jeff, it, it's, it's purposeful. Jeff and I, and you would have to assume he's right because he it's his show. Um, Jeff wants those small votes. I don't like the small votes. I'm the opposite. I want to see the big votes. I want to see, you know, I think it, I think it adds a dynamic to the show when suddenly you go to the merge and you've got to get seven people on your side and then and then at least six people on your side and then you need six people for the next boat and then you only need five. I, I like that dynamic in some of those older seasons that we don't really get anymore because of plays like this. The fix they made, though is that one problem Justin had, and we saw it rear its ugly ugly head in 42, I believe it was. Um, or was it 40? Whichever season that Jonathan and Drea and Marianne were on, I think that's 42. Um, that They have all started to run together a bit. Um, I'm going to look that up. But, we saw that weird ugly head where, where Drea perceived something that wasn't happening. Um, yeah, it was 42. Um, I, I forgot about Jam Jam winning the last season. That, that, that's what threw me off. I thought Gabler was the last winner, which meant uh, which, which threw me off. So 42 with, with all those people. Drea perceived something that wasn't the case, and it took the show a direction that was a little bit uncomfortable, especially if you knew that uh, Roxroy was not sitting on the jury because they targeted a minority. Uh, Roxroy was sitting on the jury because he was trying to start an all-male alliance and target the women, and the other guys weren't re- that he got grouped with weren't really down with that, and they got rid of him. Um, and it put the whole show in a weird spot that didn't need to be there, because um, that second group could see who had gotten voted off without knowing why. So in this, they preserved the benefit of going to tribal council second. Um, I guess. Is it, is it... Well, the benefit is that by going to tribal second, whoever you vote off is on the jury. Um, and the first person that gets voted off is just gone. Um, so the first person that got voted off of Sifu, and he just left. He's done. Whereas Caleb's the second person, he gets to go on the jury. But by not seeing that Sifu is who was voted off, it didn't affect the second group. And I think initially they wanted it to affect the second group because their thinking was, you know, if you see somebody who's on your alliance has been voted off, you if you were thinking maybe I'll cut somebody, you know, now may be the time to cut that person who's, who's from my original tribe, but it's time for them to go. Um, maybe you change your mind when you see that the, somebody from your original tribe has already been voted off. The unintended con- consequence is what we saw in 42, where, um, 
Drea read something into that vote that wasn't there, and it was kind of the opposite. Um, it was something that if she had known that went on, she would have supported his vote out, I would imagine. Um, so, but the, here's the interesting point. The people that I've listened to, the, the other podcasts that I've listened to, apparently other Survivor players, um, and, and Rick was one, uh, the thought of getting voted out after the merge and not getting to be on the jury was devastating. You know, that, oh man, that would be terrible. I'm the opposite on that. Um, if I'm going home at this stage where we're two weeks from the end, at least, whatever, whatever the count is, we're about two weeks from the end. Um, I'm going to go out to sit at Ponderosa longer than anybody else. Then I'm going to vote and that person might have the least information about whoever's on the jury, right? Um, there are people you've spent a day with at this point because of the way they do it. Because of the way you keep splitting these groups up, you change tribes, you, but you don't stay in that new tribe long. It was three tribes to begin with, and then it's reshuffled to three tribes, and... Um, then you come to the same beach, but only for a couple of days before you split off again because half the group does this this reward, half the group does that reward. And so you're sitting there, and you're going to have to vote, and there are going to be people... There are people who are potentially going to be at the end that Caleb and Sifu have spent very little time on a beach with. And I wouldn't want to vote based on what other people told me and based only what was told me at Tribal Council. I really want... If I'm going to vote for somebody to win a million dollars... I want to have seen more of the game. Also, if my choices are sit at Ponderosa for another two weeks uh, and watch people get voted off and uh, hang out there or just go home, I'd rather just go home. Now, there's a chance that that person doesn't get to go home, that that person still goes to Ponderosa. They're just not a part of the jury. I don't know how that mechanic works. But if that's the choice that I can just go home or I can sit and wait and be on the jury, folks, I'm, I, I would rather get voted out first. Let me go home. Let me go to the house. Um, but that, that's, that's just me. Um, but at some point, we see that Drew, and, and I feel like we saw this in a confessional, that Drew thinks that Sifu might have an idol. And I don't know why he thinks that. Because Drew was with Austin when Austin found the original Reba idol. And that's where this all stems from. So did he buy his own story? Because he and Austin were the ones that came up with the story of like, hey, let's let's uh let's make them think, you know, let's let's talk about Sifu. Let's let's play up that Sifu might have an idol. But everybody on Reba knows, should know, that he doesn't have it. Because Austin has it. And everybody that's left. I think even Jemaya knew. But for sure, everybody that's left, D, Julie, Drew, and Austin, all know that Austin actually has it. So I'm not sure why Drew... But Drew was very worried about Sifu having that idol. And I, maybe he thinks Sifu found it since they got to the new beach. I don't know. But that was just very fascinating to me, how Drew just doesn't know that Sifu uh, has that idol. Um... I, in that group, they they did vote um, Sifu out. I, I don't know how to feel about that, folks. Um, I don't know that he was the right play. 
I really think that Bruce was the correct play. And here's why. If everyone in your alliance thinks that Bruce is difficult to work with, okay, I don't think you should let Bruce continue to divide you on these votes. And that's kind of what's happening. And eventually, if you're somebody like Kelly, okay, I think Kelly's playing a very good game. Um, Kelly has been my winner pick, and I'm not even going to do a winner pick at the end because I'm going to tell you right now. I think Kelly is still a, a very strong candidate, and I, I've, I've still got her as my winner pick. But if I'm Kelly, eventually defending Bruce is going to cost you. Because what's going to happen eventually is you're going to be in an alliance where they're going to say, hey, look, I think really might be the time to cut Bruce. And you're going to say, I, I don't think we should cut Bruce. And everybody's going to look and go, well, if she's not working with us and we all want to vote Bruce out, well, let's just vote Kelly out. And we can draw in some people from this other side and make them think we're working with them and we'll just get rid of her. At, at some point... If you recognize that Bruce is, tr is difficult to work with and what you also recognize is that Bruce might be somebody who's not even on your side, I don't know. Because Bruce was... A red flag for me would have been that Bruce seemed to be trying to work with Caleb and one little perceived slight was enough that he helped orchestrate Caleb, you know, getting all those votes. I, I don't know. I don't think Sifu is somebody... They all perceive Sifu as a big old threat... I don't see anybody having a relationship with Sifu. Uh, Sifu hasn't proved to be a huge physical threat yet. Um, but apparently he, he, he was a social threat or a strategic threat. I'm not sure what they saw. But at least in the edit, I feel like Bruce is a bigger problem to have around. And there are, frankly, other people on that side that were just as big. You know, Kelly was... Kelly's probably the, the threat number one on that side, and she's immune... But I, I just felt like there were other people. I would, I would not have necessarily uh, been so quick to vote out Sifu. But hey, that's what they did. Um, and more power to them, I guess. Um, I might have targeted Drew, frankly. If I was targeting somebody on the red side, I would have targeted Drew. But they targeted Sifu. And there's something... That, that's just one of those edit things that, that's... They haven't, maybe they haven't been able to show us. They just, even with the 90 minutes, they knew that Sifu was going to kind of go out in a nondescript kind of way. Um, and just didn't feel the need to show us why they felt like he was a threat. They just decided to tell us, hey, everybody thinks he's a threat. So that, that's why he's going to go home. He's going to get votes. He's going to draw attention. And then he's going to go home. So th that may be it. Um... On the other side, we see the, the, the beginnings of a plan. And, and it, it was a bold plan, I thought. I, I don't know that we've ever seen a... At least in the seasons I've watched, we have not seen a group decide to intentionally tie. Uh, and, and have a target picked out on the other side of... And, and now that I'm saying it out loud, I really do think we've seen it. I just can't remember exactly when. But you had this plan start to develop with Jake and with Caleb. That they're going to draw in Katura. And um, they're going to create a three-on-three. Three where D, 
Julie, and uh, Austin are, are probably all going to vote for Caleb, but Jake, Caleb, and Katura are all going to vote for Julie because they can't vote for D, but Jake specifically has decided he wants to weaken D, and so he's gonna, they're going to take out Julie. It's a good plan. Uh, the cojones, the cojones, excuse me, to look at the other side and go, and this is where so having all these super fans makes the show a little bit of a little bit fun, is that they were able to quickly calculate it's going to be three and three, and then there's going to be a tie, and if there's a if there's going to be a revote, if they, and if the if the revote doesn't go the right way, then uh, Caleb. Julie and D will all be immune, and Katura, Jake, and Austin would all be going to rocks at that point. And Jake, Jake's assessment of the situation is Austin's scared. Austin's playing scared. Austin's not going to go to rocks. I think that would be the smart play. I don't think that's a scared play. I think that's a smart play. I think if you sit down and you look and you realize that there's two of them and one of me. Now, th- what Justin would say here is that you look at that rock draw and you realize there's a 67% chance that somebody who's not on your side is going home. That's still a 33% chance that I'm going home, though. I don't like those odds if I'm Austin. And it's too easy for me to say, I, I hate it, but I'm going to send Julie home. Um... And, and for me, it's easy to explain to D. D's going to be mad, but I'm going to say, you know, listen, you're sitting right here. You saw it. I could either let Julie go home or I could go home. I'm not putting my fate in rocks. Not at this point. Uh, not, not with, you know, the, the game I'm building. I like the game I'm building, and I don't need to go to rocks. I think there are times where you just have to. Um, uh, the rock draw in... Uh, heroes versus not heroes, blood versus water. I feel like there were, there was some elements to that where some some of those people like Tyson who ended up winning had to make the decision because I think if they don't go to rocks there and they allow the other side to take out one of their people, uh, it might not matter. You, you you're just gonna get voted out the next time you don't win immunity. Um, but in this case, I think the smart play for Austin at this point. Would have just been to, hey, I'm not going to rocks. I'm sending Julie home. It was a solid plan. But here's where, um, I'm, I, again, I told you I'm doing this out, out of order. Here's where Caleb earns my worst edit. Because Caleb decides the way he's going to win Katura over to his side is he's going to tell Katura about the idol that Bruce has. And somehow he's convinced himself that if Austin... Um, if Austin tells her first, um, if, if, if Austin tells her first that she's just going to trust Austin over, over Caleb. Now, the problem with that is what, I, I don't even know how Austin would have known about Bruce's idol. I don't recall that. The other big hole in that is for Caleb, what that admits is he was hiding, and he just didn't think of this. This is the one mistake that I think, one major mistake he's made in his game, and it cost him. I think if he had just gone to Katura and said, hey, here's what we want to do. We want to weaken D. 
We feel like if we don't weaken D, look, the Red Tribe has everybody that they want left. Um, we have not weakened their alliance one iota. They're just going to run us over. We don't know what bonds they're building over there. We don't know. It, it, they could come out of that side with, um, if, if Sifu just survives that side, they could come out with, um, you know, four of their six or five of their six people still here, right? Yeah. If Sifu and Drew survive that other side, we we could come out. They could have five people left, and and we just we got to get rid of somebody. We can't get rid of D. So we think the play here is to get rid of Julie to weaken D. Katora probably goes for that. That probably sounds pretty okay to her. But when he tells her that Bruce has an idol, what he has to then reveal is that Bruce found the idol on that uh, Lulu Beach in the in the um, in the swapped tribe phase, that brief swapped tribe phase. Problem there is that Couture is the only person who didn't know about that. And, and at that point, she's able to decipher from Jake that, well, everybody knew about that idol except me, and Jake was helping Bruce hide it from me. And it's not hard to piece together what's happening here if you're Katura. They're not trying, they don't really want to work with me. They need to work with me, and they're desperate. And so they're betting my game. They want me to bet my game with them on Austin... Uh, being unwilling to go to rocks. And my whole game is going to depend on Austin, on their gamble that Austin won't want to go to rocks. When the only reason they're looping me in is because they need me. In fact, they were actively helping my biggest rival keep get an idol and keep it from me until this very moment that they need my vote. I, and, and that was the big misplay to me. I didn't really understand why I'm a teller Bruce has an idol. Was Caleb's big play? And the more he talked and then the more Jake had to talk because Caleb talked, the more uh, obvious it became that was the wrong play. And at first I thought maybe they were just throwing us a swerve and, and we were going to get exactly what Katura, what they said and Katura was going to vote with them and it was going to be a tie and Austin was going to turn on Julie. I thought we were getting that for a, for a minute. But then it just turned out that it was exactly the way it looked. That Katura, and she said it in confessional, Katura deciphered quickly. I, there's no reason for me to work with these guys. They just, they lied to me. They covered it all up. And now that they need me, they think they can use this fake honesty to win me over. And to Jake's credit, he was immediately, when, when Caleb had the idea of telling uh, Couture, he was like, I don't know if that's really the play. He didn't vocalize all of those reasons. So it may be that he had a different, you know, he wanted to save that information for later. Um, but... Uh, Jake at least recognized that for some reason that was not the right play. And it, 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 it sunk Caleb's game. Because I really do think that the rest of the plan was good. I think they could have gotten Katura on board just with, hey, here's where we see it. 
we can't let that Rebatrop steamroll everybody, and there's a chance that if we if we don't take one of them out over here, and they don't take one out over there, that there's going to be that with ten people left, there's going to be five Reba and five of everybody else, and they're just going to steamroll us. All it's going to take is, uh, you know, we're going to ha- we'll be forced to work with everybody from the original Lulu and everybody from the original Bello. If Kelly's a threat, we can't take Kelly out because then we'll be next. If Bruce is a threat or if we don't want to work with Bruce, well, we can't take Bruce out because if we take Bruce out, then they're just going to run us over. This is the time we have to take somebody out from Reba or we could be in serious trouble. That's the way to pitch that. But instead, Caleb sacrificed his game um and 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 ruined his you know ruined a good play i i really do believe that that was the mistake and because of that caleb's my worst edit i'm gonna go ahead and transfer transition into the end i already told you that i'm gonna keep kelly as my winner um caleb's my worst edit uh best that it's probably d you know she gets a big tribal win um i talked or a big immunity win i talked earlier about and she looked really comfortable and in a different way i don't know that we've ever at least when i've seen that um challenge i've not seen somebody do that almost like a baby pose where she wrapped her legs and then kind of sunk down on her hips and i I would not be able to do that but she seemed very comfortable and she used her giant toes um so she won that challenge got some good moments at the end of that um got the reward for her team got her target out um and, and so i just think she's a big time player now people are starting to recognize she's a big time player she's gonna have to win some immunities or find some idols or hope that austin can save her uh or hope that austin having an idol saves her somehow or uh, she could be the next target i mean i'm picking i'm saying she had the best edit this week um and that could mean that that's her last hurrah, and that's how she becomes a target, and then next week she's gone. But for now, that's my best edit. So Caleb's the worst edit, um, which which stinks. He's a good player. He's definitely coming back. Um, he is somebody that, that would be on my short list if I was casting a returning season for 48 or 50 or whatever. Caleb's on my short list. He's such a good player. He's so much fun. He's, he's positive without being too nice, if that makes sense. He's a positive player. But he, he's willing to be cutthroat. He's willing to be devious. He's willing to work behind somebody's back, uh, which you have to do in Survivor. But he's he's not a jerk. He's he's fun to watch, and that that's a good balance. Jesse was similar from uh, season forty three. Um, super willing to, to be devious and stab people in the back, but he's he's a nice person and enjoyable to watch. Um, so that's my best and worst edit. That's my winner pick. Uh, the Survivor Auction is back. This is one that everybody loves. I'll be curious. What I'm looking forward to most about the auction is how they've changed it. Because they got rid of it for a reason. There were reasons they got rid of it. There were, there were um, one thing is they had started putting um, the last item or two were, instead of food, were advantages. And people were saving their money for those advantages. And it was really just a matter of... Uh, I mean, we saw in Kageyan, I mean, Spencer lost the game on a rock draw. 
because there was an advantage that Tony got. I think it was Tony got it on a rock draw. They had uh, several of them had saved all their money to the end of the auction. And, um, so they went to a rock draw to decide because they all bid the same amount and, and Tony got the advantage and Spencer didn't. And that, that is essentially sunk Spencer's game. That, that was the last kind of hail Mary he had. So all that to say, I'm, I'm hoping that they've, uh, you know, maybe throw an advantage out there early, a lesser advantage. That's what I would do is throw out a steal a vote, second item, first item, um, or a safety without power would be a good one or knowledge is power. Because knowledge is power. This would be a good way for knowledge is power to enter the game. Because that would be incredibly valuable for some people. Right? Katura knows Bruce has an idol. So, for Katura, that knowledge is power would be massive. Because she can't go get that idol. Even if D is, like, done with Austin and she wants to take his idol, you could see a scenario where she says, Hey, what if there's a knowledge and power in the game? Let's hide your idol with me tonight. And then she votes him out. Right? Katura can't do that with Bruce. So if a knowledge is power comes up, she's going to want to bid on that. But Julie? Does Julie want that? She doesn't have any, she doesn't know of anybody having an idol right now, so she might want to wait on something else. So I think there's enough different variety and kind of tiers of uh, advantages that maybe you could put, put, you could draw out some money by putting one of those early. Or a beware advantage. They don't know what it is. They don't know what they have to do, but they're going to bet on it. Now, that would have to be a... And this season... You know what? I'm, I'm going to backtrack. This season's beware advantage would be perfect for that because it's not like the old-style beware advantages where um, you have to say the secret phrases and all that stuff. You know, it could work with, the, with this season's style of beware advantages that... Nobody knows that you're looking for a tree that's shaped like a bird or whatever. So it could work for that. Um, it'd be trickier because everybody knows you have it. Um, but they don't know what you get if you complete those tasks either. Um, so that, that would be what I would do is put a lesser advantage early. And with no guarantee, that could be the only advantage in there. That could be the only advantage in the, the auction. So at that point, maybe people go hard there. Maybe people just go ahead and buy food because they think, hey, there's a chance there's no more advantages, and then somebody just happens to have a little bit of money late, late and they're able to get a full idol. Um, so I'm curious to see how they've changed it. Since they've decided to bring it back, They, it, you can almost guarantee that they have found a way to tweak the auction uh, to, to, to fit the modern game, and I'm really excited to see how that goes. So anyway, that's all I have for tonight. Fun episode. Hopefully Justin will be back with us next week. Um, and I'm excited to see what, what's next. It's been a really good season so far, folks. I hope you feel the same way. I've enjoyed it a lot. I've enjoyed the cast. Um, I've enjoyed, uh, I, I feel like they're, they're fine tuning some of these twists in a way that even like this, this episode is a perfect example. I still don't like the split up. I still, I like big, I think having those big number of votes is good for the game. It's good to see who can do that. It shakes the game up more. To me, it shakes the game up more to just let them get in there and start making those big alliances than it does to, to mess with it. But they disagree with me. They like these small votes. And I've, I, and I've heard, I heard Jeff say it today. He likes it. So we're just going to have to deal with it. And I, and like I said, they've, they've made some adjustments that I think make it better. So that's all I've got. Hope everybody has a good week. Next week, we'll be back on talking about Survivor Season 45.